Hey everyone, welcome back to Lash Boss Radio. This is Shelby, your host, and today I'm having on Roxy Reese. She's a lash artist in the DFW area. She works with Tiana at the Lash Exchange, and she just opened DFW Lash University. This is a place in Texas where you can get a lash specialty license for only 320 hours. Texas does this. Um, You don't have to be an SD or a Cosmo to do lashes if you have this license, but obviously you still have to go to school. So that is what Roxy's doing is having a place where um, you can go and learn from educators such as herself and Tiana and, and come out knowing everything from classic to volume and everything in between. So I think it's great what she's doing. She just celebrated her grand opening on August 30th, so it's brand new, and I just had to bring her on the show to talk about it. This episode is brought to you by Beautiful Wands. This company started off doing individually sealed lash wands that look super cute, but they ended up expanding into offering private label products such as cleansers and brushes, stuff that you can put your logo on without having to actually source where the product came from. I love this idea. I think it's great for someone that wants to add more of a custom feel to their brand. Not only that, they also carry Ruthie Bell products. So, and you guys know Ruthie from the show. So yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. I will add a link to the show notes so you guys can see what beautiful wands can do for your business. In the meantime, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And without further ado, here is Roxy. All right, Roxy, welcome to Lash Boss Radio. Hey, Shelby. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. I'm excited to talk about your new school and everything. But let's start with just how you got into the industry in the first place. Okay, so I got into the industry about four years ago, and I was doing the cluster lashes, you know, just like how most of us start out. It was like a side hustle for me. Then it turned into something amazing and it blossomed into this growing business. And I've been at it ever since. I went to school and got my eyelash extension license in 2017. And then right after that, I went back to school for my cosmetology instructor's license for eyelash extensions. And so basically I spent a whole year in school, it was about a thousand hours I had to clock. And right after that, I said, you know, I just wanted to get the hours, do the class. Now I have that under my belt, but let me go ahead and go learn how to be like the best lash artist that I could be. So learn from, you know, everyone, you know, really study the craft, really grow my business and be able to show results that way when I do open up my school I can show girls how I did it yeah so who all have you trained with so far so I've trained with Sugar Lash Pro I've trained with Lash Makers I've trained with Tiana at the Lash Exchange I have done a lot of workshops a lot of business training because you know this was a huge career change for me so I'm coming into the industry, it was funny because, you know, lash extensions weren't even really on my mind. My clients I was doing the cluster lashes on, they are the ones that were like, when are you going to learn how to do lash extensions? <laughs> you know, so like that was the first question. 
when we were doing their lashes and I was like, hmm, you know, I didn't even know, like, I know it was a thing, but I'm like, dang, everybody's asking me about this. Mm -hmm. Did you start off at your house or um, doing mobile or renting? No. So I went to go get trained and it was a two day training. And the girl that taught me, like she did a great job. She really explained isolation to me. And to be honest, I caught on very, very fast because I'm a visual learner and I just understood what she was talking about. Like, and it just, the practice and the time that it took, I mean, I definitely put in those, those hours, like right after that two day training, I had like five clients the next day starting at eight o'clock, you know, and I spent like three hours on that first person. She took me like $80 I and mean, it wasn't even like a lot. And I wasn't charging her either. I didn't charge like the first 20 people. It was actually all the people that I did the individuals for. I did all their lashes for free mm-hmm. on the extensions. Did, so, they, did they end up turning into like your, your first like paying clients after you did that it, model set for them? I mean, some of them, you know, some of them stayed around. Some of them knew like, okay, it was taking a long time, you know, and then I'm learning you know, so they definitely stayed in the business, you know, probably that first year. But as I grew as an artist and started investing in my product, my craft, you know, like leveling up, learning more, getting my time down, I started raising my prices. And then I kind of learned how to market to the clientele that I actually want. Because a lot of those girls, they were like my friends, they were like, you know, great supporters and everything. They were really I, I feel like they were sent from God just to like get me started, you know, but yeah. I mean, I still have, I still talk to a few of them. I actually have a client that's been with me, like since I've been in last school and I actually see her this week and, you know, we kind of just like grew together. When she started coming to me, she was actually in school to be a nurse practitioner. And now she is <laughs> a nurse practitioner wow. at the clinic and everything. So like, it, it's been an amazing, amazing journey. And I, um, now, I really thank those people that kind of pushed me because this was all totally new for me. So the way I the way I looked at the last industry was like, wow, this industry is a baby. And my background, I know how to use social media. I know how to use Instagram. I've been on Instagram, you know, for a minute and I, I've started other businesses like in fashion. And so I worked at Nordstrom. I know how to, you know, create customer relationships and all that other stuff. And with my background and seeing the potential in the lash industry. And then once I got into it and saw like the demand and it's not only the demand of the lashes, it's the demand of the education of the lashes, Mm -hmm. you know, and with Texas being so special offering this eyelash extension specialty license as a cosmetology license, it's a mind blowing and it's creating so many opportunities within this community in Texas. So many small businesses are popping up. You know, you got Amazing Lash, you got the Lash Lounge, you got Diva Lash, you got all these chains and then you got all the entrepreneurs and girls like me that rent booths and just create their own business, you know, from scratch. And it's amazing what's happening. And it's, it's contagious. It really is. I just caught the bug. And, you know, I was always, to me, lashes was kind of like all I ever needed. In high school, I would do my own tabs, 
And I would just like put them under my eyes. And I was like, that's, that's it. I just need a few, you know, I don't need a lot because I want to look natural. I just need a little bit. And so, you know, that instant gratification after seeing your clients open their eyes, it is, it, it just killed it for me. Like it was, it was like kind of always what I was looking for with the fashion because I'm, I can sew, you know, but I was never like the person that could sew from a pattern. You know, I was, I was more of the person that could take something and turn it into something else, but I wasn't the person that could like make something from like from the fabric. So with the lashes, I got it, mm-hmm. you know, like I got it. It's very detailed, just like sewing. It's like, you know, threading the machine and <laughs> you have to find all those nooks and crannies. Like, yeah. It's that detailed. So I got it. I understood it. And then I was like, wow, it's a baby. Like nobody, everybody is like, you know, really accessible right now. You know, it's not like the hip hop industry or like the fashion industry where everybody's like so big and, you know, you can't really reach them. No, like this community is really small and tight and niche. And so I just went with it. I went with my gut and it's been it's been amazing ever since. I really am so glad I got into this industry. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Like, I, I think it's funny when I interview people and it's almost like when everyone was kind of going in the direction that they thought that they should be. And then they found lashes and they were like, wow, like this is exactly for me. And you're right. It is a baby. And there's so much opportunity here and to do a lot of different things. Like if you want to open a salon or if you want to start a product line or like you're doing opening a school, like that's in Texas, that's a big deal because, um, for people that don't know Texas, you can either do lashes as a cosmetologist, as an esthetician, but they have their own lash specialty license also. So there's three options. And so is it 320 or 350 hours? It's 350 hours. Okay. Yeah. And so that's not, that's not that long to get licensed. And there's not too many great schools here in Texas, I will say, even though that's an option. Right. Right. I mean, it's, this program has only been around for about eight years. And I can honestly say Texas is really big and there's probably about 50 to 75 schools that offer this program. And so that's really not a lot compared to like how big Texas actually is. And then it's like those people that have these schools and teaching these programs, it's like they, it's, it's like a huge scale. Either they got it and they're going to create better students or it's just like, they don't really care. Like they are going to give them like the old, not what's new, you know, it's going to be like really misleading. And so there's like, there's no standard right now. Like there is like, you know, you got the Paul Mitchell, you got the Ogle, you got the prime Rose, you got, you know, like the standards of what the hair education could be in the lash industry. As far as here in Texas with the state board, cosmetology board, there's no there's nothing like that, you know, so this is a great time. I'm so, so excited. I want to get on the board. I actually want to make the program longer because I feel like 320 hours, you know, is not enough for what these girls really need. And I cannot wait to get all the other states on board too. Like once, once all the other states get on board, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So the school that I came from, I, I ended up doing the esthetician program, but 
They did have the lash specialty program too. They don't learn volume there. In your school, are you planning on going like the whole way, teaching them everything? Yes. So at my school, I really, and here's what's funny, you know, why I did name it DFW Lash University is because we are by credit hours. So this school is run like a college. It is not by clocked hours. You are going to receive weights of credit. So how I have the course broken down is the course is broken down per TDLR by their basic requirements, which does not include volume. It doesn't include any marketing business or anything like that. It's really, really basic. It's just like the standardized test when you're in high school. Like it doesn't apply to nothing. They just want you to pass it. You know, they're really strong on the sanitation, the safety, all that stuff is important, but all the other fun stuff is not included in that. So the program everybody's going to get signed up for the basic program. And then we are going to offer electives, which is all the fun stuff, marketing one-on-one, entrepreneurship 103. We're going to do branding. We're going to do a photography elective. We're going to do a website elective. And all these electives are going to be ranging in however many hours it takes to complete the course. And they are going to be optional outside of school on like Sundays, Mondays, Saturdays, where the girls can decide if they want to opt in to these extra activities and they understand this is outside of school, you know, but this is something that you still need. And actually for my first class, they are getting all the electives for free because they're my beta trial um, class. So I'm trying the program out on them. I know it's going to be a lot of you know, things I'm going to have to tweak and change. So they're, they're getting the program at a really good rate. And then they're getting like all the extra stuff for free. So, um, so um, I'm super, super excited to be able to set the program up this way, because I know, you know, when I was in school, you know, the lying about the hours, people writing the clock, all that type of stuff is real. And so at at DFW University, Lash University, we are going to have everything by credit and you're going to have to participate and you have to pass the lessons to be able to get credit for those classes. And then also there are 190 hours of eyelash extension application. That is the bare minimum requirement. So when you really do the math, that is about 60 people you know, I'm going to give the girls about three hours, you know, sometimes at the beginning it's going to take them longer, but three hours to do a really nice classic set, you know, the consultation, the whole nine yards aftercare afterwards. So that is about 60 people that they should be doing before they leave at the bare minimum. So I'm going to be expecting them to complete all 60 or they will not be getting credit. It's not by clock hours. It's about mm-hmm. participation. That's awesome. Um, and then I heard Tiana is going to be one of the instructors. Is she the head instructor or, or something? I am the lead and the head instructor. Tiana is getting her cosmetology instructor's license through the school. Mm-hmm. So she is our lead student instructor. I see. And she is going to be helping with building the curriculum. And we're going to, she's, I mean... She doesn't, <laughs> it's so funny, like, Tiana just doesn't know how big of a role she's going to play in this school. <laughs> like, she knows it, you know, she knows, but it's, it's going to get real. <laughs> like, the way that we have to take this off and, like, scale it and tailor it 
it's going to be amazing. And I'm so, so excited. Like, I mean, we're basically going to be eating together on this one. Mm -hmm. Let me just say that we basically are. I saw her, um, her post about how she's kind of scaling back on clients a little bit. And then is it, is it that she's going to be just doing the store out of the lash exchange now and then doing lashes over there? No, she's still going to do, you know, her clients and stuff at the lash exchange, but the lash exchange is on fire. I mean, the numbers that we are doing, the orders, the business is really, really growing. So we actually need more space. So the beds are just taking up too much space right now. And so Tiana, like, it's so funny. You know, I signed my lease and everything. I'm opening up the school. This has always been the plan since day one, since she invited me into the studio. And it was just like, okay, you know, she basically just sat me down and was like, okay, look, I need this space. And, you know, I feel like I just need to pass my baby like onto you as far as the services, the artists and stuff. You know, she just feels like, you know, the space could be utilized in a much better way for her and how she sets up her business now. And it just makes more sense for the other lash artists that we have in there because, you know, they're not really there that often they fly in, they drive in for their clients. And so she wants to utilize that space. We're talking about 300, 400 square foot. That's a lot of space that she can turn into like a packing type of system for, you know, for them to actually have space to orderly pack all these orders. Cause we're pushing out orders a lot and we're all over the place. So, um, the uh, face escape, the uh, lash escape, Shayla and Hannah extended artistry. They're going to be coming over to DFW lash university and doing their lashes out of there. And then um, Tiana is just going to have like her personal space to do her clients, but she has scaled back and it's just, you know, it's just about realizing you can't do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't do everything, you know, um, with the COVID, We've just had so much time. Tiana has just had so much time to like do other stuff than be behind the lash bed. And the results, you can't deny the results. That's where her time needs to be spent now. Yeah, I think it's a really cool partnership that you guys have going on. And um, it's going to be a really big deal for you guys. So I'm really excited to see, I guess, what happens and like the whole journey and stuff too. So... I do want to mention like a couple years ago, I forget which conference it was, but I met you there for the first time and you came up to me and you were like, you're like, I'm Roxy. I listen to your show and I want to be a trainer one day or I think you said trainer. I don't, I don't think I remember you saying you want to open a school, but I think I remember saying you want to train. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just so funny how it came full circle that like you ended up being an amazing artist. You're opening a freaking school and now you're on the show. I think it's really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was definitely when I went to that conference, that was like in the peak of my business too. Like I remember seeing the Lashpreneur. I saw you guys there, Lash Boss Radio and you Shelby. I saw you guys there. And then Lash Boulevard was there. And like, that was like my first time other than IBS. I have been to the IBS show. 
Oh, and I forgot to say who else I trained with. It just came to me. I trained with Melanie from Glitz Lash Studio. Oh my God. Oh, wow. For the strip lashes. Like, this is just a sidetrack because I just have to mention this. Like, if she ever is able to come back to the United States, I suggest everybody go train with her. Did not only my business change after I took that training with her, but my numbers increased, my tips increased, my clients were more satisfied with the strip lash look. And so I really just want to say that like Melanie is the bomb, the bomb. Okay, cool. But um, but yeah, so when I met you guys at the lash conference, like it was probably six months after I had just moved into a new spot. I lost like all my clientele because I moved like 30, 30 miles away. And it was like in a better location. It was like me trying to level up in my business, you know? And I just remember like those six months being like the hardest six months in my business, you know, like the first three months being really, really hard with building up a clientele, you know, staying consistent with just producing models and portfolio work and, you know, staying positive in my business, even when I didn't have clients because I did do a huge price increase. And then when I, about the, the next three months, you know, transformed, you know, it was like me receiving all those blessings of staying committed to the process. And I think I remember talking to you and the Lashpreneur and I remember talking to you guys and like saying, man, you know, I literally just been through everything y'all like she's been talking about. I was listening hard to her podcast, listening hard to your podcast. And I was like, man, I really get it. Like I was so inspired because I had just went through it all that past six months. You know, I had reached my peak. I was super, super busy. I was doing like $8,000 a month in lashes, like, Mm -hmm. but my hours. But my hours were like 30 hours a week, like 25 hours a week. So like I was really, really killing it because I, you know, was just, that's when all, that's when I actually got it. I was like, okay, look, I got something here. I got it. And I just felt so inspired by going to that convention and being able to meet and talk and to connect with you guys. And that's just the type of person that I am. Like, I'm not the type of person, Tiana tells me I'm so friendly and she's right. I am super, super friendly. But the friendliness pays off, like speaking that type of stuff into existence, you know, you know, going out of your way to like go meet with somebody, shake their hand, you know, even talking to somebody on the elevator. You never know who that person is, what they're going through. I was just at the pool yesterday and, you know, stumbled upon this lady. And I think it was really just the universe making us meet because she really needed to talk to somebody. Her dad just died from coronavirus. She's like six months pregnant. She has two kids. And it was just like that friendliness like really pays off because you never know what you're doing in that person's life and then how that's going to look down the road. So, I mean, I, that's just always my advice to people is you know, when you're looking for clients, trying to find models, look within your life. You're going to a restaurant, the girl at Starbucks, the host, those type of people, you know, the people that you're on the elevator with in that awkward 30 seconds, you know, like you never know. You can always be making a connection somewhere. And one thing that I always did at the beginning of my business is I would go out and network. And it didn't matter if I had to pay to get in. It didn't matter if it was a free event. It didn't matter. Like I was going and I was going to make three connections. 
three connections. That's all I needed. The Instagram, the Facebook, the phone number, whatever. And I was not leaving until I got that. I don't care awesome. like what type of connection. It could have been me doing their lashes. It could have been maybe he had a t-shirt line or something like that. Like you never, you never know. So that's my advice for people. That's awesome, Roxy. So last question. I, I really love this question is like in every episode about like someone's favorite failure if there was a time in your life that you felt like you failed but it ended up being a blessing in disguise do you have one of those moments that you want to share yes oh my god the moment that just changed my life forever and nobody really knows this so this is like a lash boss radio exclusive (laughs) So nobody knows this, but I do like, I have a record. I have something on my record, you know, it prevents me from working for anyone ever. (laughs) And, you know, like that moment going through that moment, you know, desperation, greed, like all that type of things, you know, when people feel like attacked and they're down, you know, and they just keep on getting hit, like, take that moment and turn it into something positive because like I was in a dark place. I could have, you know, gave up. I could have gave up. I could have said, what's the point? And I just feel like, I just feel like people should really look at their failures as pick-me-ups. People should think always about the brighter side because you could be dead. Yeah, you could be dead. It could be a lot worse, especially in the times right now. Like, I'm not gonna go into like the specifics or anything, but that is why I go so hard for my business, and that's why the 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 change and the scaling that I've been able to do in three years, three and a half years, going on four years, it's out of this world because I have a fire under my butt. You know, there is no oh, I can fall back and go work here. Or something like that. No, and now I have a child. Mm -hmm. So it's like really intense now. It's like the motivation is is you have to use that motivation to keep you alive, the passion. So if you're really not passionate about something or even getting burnt out, like Mm -hmm. that can really turn off that passion. So you really have to make sure that you know that you are always committed to making sure that you're healthy before Mm -hmm. helping someone else. But back to my failure that really just changed my life, you know, it's something that I'm really not proud of and I'm still paying for it till this day. And, you know, but without that, I would not be doing lashes. (laughs) Let me just say, let me just say right there, because, because I had that safety net without that incident, it made me become like a really independent, like I have to think outside of the box now, Mm -hmm. like this, this had, this is it. There is no plan B. And I was always the type of person that, you know, I could do it if I put my mind to it, but I was also the type of person that wanted to do everything. Mm-hmm. And after that incident happened in my life, I say, you know what, at this point, it's about results. Mm-hmm. I have to become good at one thing. I have to choose one thing to become great at, amazing at. And then And then once I delegate those responsibilities and it is flourishing and automated on its own, 
and then I can become back the person that I really want to be and like get into fashion, you know, and invest into all these other passion and hobbies it is that I want to do. But I just told myself, you know, I'm going to commit to this lash, to this lash business because I'm good at this and I'm going to push this. And then this is going to be the opportunity that's going to bring together all the other things that I want to do. But people have to realize you can't be scatterbrained. Right. You have to commit to one thing, become great at it. And then you can domino effect all the other things that you want to do. It's just like when people say, you know, or, you know, when people in businesses want to like do stuff for their customers. Okay. Or give back, like make the money first, make the money first, and then you can donate. Yeah. You know, donate. And that means donating your time. You know, it's, it's not just about money. It's about time too. So, yeah. Wow. Those are just my thoughts, man. No, that's, that's a great favorite failure. And honestly, most people probably didn't know that, but I, I bet you, you just resonated with a lot of people sharing that. So I'm yeah. really glad that you did. And I'm really happy for you too, that you're getting all of the stuff that you've worked so hard for and the clarity of your vision it seems like since the beginning of your story has always been there. And that's, that's a big reason too, why you're, why you're seeing all of this stuff happen because you've been so focused. Right. Right. Yep. Tunnel vision. You have to be able to turn it on. You really, really do. Yeah. But I'm so excited. I mean, I'm really excited for the industry, for all of us. Mm -hmm. You know, we have so much growing to do. I've been looking at the statistics by 2024, we're supposed to hit a billion. So it is enough for everybody. I hear when people say, oh, the market is saturated. The market is saturated. It's, it's not like that. Um, you know, you, everything is saturated, but you don't see like, I just, I just, I just feel like we're so small that we can really start setting the standard and like coming together. And once we all get on the same page from education to the artistry, to the products, to the clients, it all falls in line and we can really change and make sure that we are all locked up and chained in and really start setting a standard across the whole globe. Like, Hey, you know, this is a luxury. We breaking our backs. We're fucking up our eyes and, and our hands and, we deserve to be paid <laughs> like, like a luxury, like Gucci, you know, you go buy Gucci, there's no discount at one store over here. It's the same price within all the Gucci's. That's how I feel like we could really be because yeah. we're so small. We're so niche. And I'm really excited to be a, pro- a part of the process, the journey. And 10 years from now, I cannot wait to see what this industry is going to be like. And I'm so, so excited. Like it's also the team that I have around. I can't take credit for all of it. It's also the team that I have, you know, Tiana, Shayla, Hannah, we got Jess in the store. Um, And we all eat together. We all pass around our clients. We all charge the same. We all use the same products. We all do the same things. We all have the same mission and we all eat. And if we can just start thinking like that as a community, the change will come and it's going to be incredible. 
All right, you guys, that wraps up Roxy's interview. I will link her social media handles in the show notes below and also the website so you can sign up for DFW Lash University if you're in the area. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I'll be back very soon with the next episode.